This is Dale Buckter's Financial Clinic. Securities are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner, Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm. Dale Buckner, Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic. I'm visiting with Bob Bell. Bob is a registered health underwriter, and I kind of wanted to have someone else to kind of visit a little bit about that I believe the most underserved generations are are the ones that are under 55 in the insurance industry. They're underserved as from financial planner point of view, they're underserved from an agent's point of view. Uh, the, I, you could say from 65 under or underserved. Folks, a lot of times that just neglect to understand the very dangerous situation they're into when they don't have health insurance, they don't have life insurance, they don't have disability insurance, they don't have any coverage at all. They're they're attempting to try to start a business or they're they're working for someone that doesn't have a lot of benefits. Or they're starting a family. They're starting a family and they have every expense in the world. They may have made some bad choices here and there about investments. They may have made bad choices about buying expensive automobile or something like that that are really throwing them off. And then I've got horrible news Uh, for that particular generation. They've had more debt to get their degrees from the colleges than ever before. So student debt is just tragically holding them back more than you'd ever believe. And so I kind of love to have that one of those conversations. Now, one of the reasons I like having Bob on here is because he really can discuss how dangerous it is to go without health coverage. I, I'm going to make my case here that, and this is, I've heard this numerous times, Bob, I've never been sick. I've never <laughs> been sick a day in my life. I don't even get the cold. I think I mean, Pat answered. In fact, I, you know, I I play sports all the time. I'm just as healthy as I could be. I, I ran up and down the mountain and did rock climbing just here recently. And I'm, you know, I've never even had an accident. I mean, so why in the heck should I have health insurance? Well, as I started to say, the Pat answer to that, and I think it's a very good one, is that no insurance company insures the past. They're insuring the future. And that we don't know what's coming down the road. Cancer is an ailment that has no is no respecter of age or station in life. It strikes lots of people. Uh, I don't know how much the Pantex facility out there contributes to this, but we have a higher rate of cancer in our area than a lot of other areas in the country. Now, whether that has something to do with the nuclear facility out at Pantex or not, I don't know. I don't care. My point is people need to understand that some pretty catastrophic expenses can come along and affect you and affect you financially. And frankly, it's just even Obamacare, as as expensive as it is, as high as the deductibles are, it's better to have that and treat it as catastrophic coverage that this is going to cover me 
if I have a catastrophe. It's going to cover me if my family has a catastrophe. Yes, I'm going to have to pay a deductible or yes, I'm going to have to pay a large premium. But I, I'm just telling you, it's it's as necessity. It's as necessary as uh, any other expense a family can have. Home mortgage, rent. This is or if I go, if I have anything that is a pre-existing pre illness, is that excluded from my new policy that I'm going to buy? Not, not with Obamacare. Under the age of 65, you can get an Obamacare policy, and there is no waiting period for pre-existing conditions at all. I mean, you could literally be on your deathbed dying of cancer, and they'd have to issue the policy. Over the age of 65, Medicare supplements don't have waiting periods for pre-existing conditions anyway. So, there are still some policies that do have waiting periods for pre-existing conditions, but they are not Obamacare and they're not uh, uh, Medicare supplements or Medicare Advantage plans. And as we kind of go through this, in my perfect world, as a certified financial planner professional, I'd really like to see folks have a health savings account that yeah. they would be able to fund. I and agree. Our, saving into that and have a higher deductible because in the in the perfect world you're never going to get sick you you won't get sick but and you pay very little uh, less that for the actual health coverage that's for catastrophic illnesses and then the rest of the money goes into a savings account that can accumulate for you when you're going to need it when you turn 50, 55, 60, you start having a few illnesses here and there. Then and even real glad you have that savings account. Dale, even if you have a health, health savings account and you turn 65 and you go on Medicare, you may not be able to put any more money in the account, but you can still use the account to pay for things like deductibles and co-pays and non-covered services, especially if you have dental or vision expenses. I'm, yeah. I'm looking... Yeah, expenses. And, and guess what? Uh, my dental bills can get pretty high right now. Yeah. And my, my daughter dental coverage does not cover what I want to have done. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll brag for a second. My daughter is the conductor of the Sarasota Pops Orchestra in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, she's also a college music professor in Bradenton, Florida. She has an HSA. And she has always contributed whatever she felt like she could into that HSA. She got braces. Now, orthodontia is covered with most group dental plans, but only to a point. Well, the things that weren't covered, the part of her bill that wasn't covered by her dental plan, she took turned to her HSA account and used that to pay the remainder. It was just a very, very smart thing to do. The wonderful thing about HSAs is you can contribute to it and then deduct what you contribute off of your income tax. It's non-taxed money and it's, it's yours. The government doesn't get to have their greedy hands on it. So I just, I think it's simply the smartest way to do health insurance under the age of 65. And even once you turn 65, the money's still yours. You can still use it. Well, I'm, I'm kind of confused a little bit here. Uh, so I turned 65. Now I'm on Medicare. Mm -hmm. I've got my Medigap policy mm -hmm. and, I, and my Part D drug plan. I mean, I'm pretty well covered. I'm not, I'm not going to probably need that. You may decide you so want to use that HSA for something else. Well, you may want to use, uh, you may want to go and have acupuncture done. That's not covered by Medicare. Now, 
if you go and you can download this at irs.gov form uh, it's publication 502 it lists in alphabetical order in its glossary in the back of the of the document and on the computer it's at the bottom of the document but it lists in alphabetical order every one of those expenses that you can have that the IRS considers to be an eligible medical expense. Acupuncture is one of them. So you can spend the money from your HSA to pay for acupuncture, to pay for a lot of things that are not covered by Medicare. In a chiropractor's office, Medicare will pay for a subluxation. They'll, co they'll cover a manual manipulation. They will not cover x-rays that are either taken or read by a chiropractor, because Medicare believes that only radiologists are qualified to read x-rays. Now, I don't know of a, of a, of a chiropractor in the world that doesn't already know that, so most of them farm their x-rays out to a radiology department somewhere, a radiology firm. Uh, but those, if you have those expenses and they're not covered by Medicare, the money in your HSA can pay that for you. I have therapeutic massages done that are prescribed by a doctor. Mm -hmm. would I be able to use my HSA to pay those? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, 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 no reason to think otherwise. That's what, why I say, I, I think an HSA is one of the smartest things a young couple can do. I, I've also uh, occasionally in visiting with clients that are having to travel some distance to go to specialists mm -hmm. to pay for travel. Yeah. And meals. And meals. Yeah. So you literally, it, that, I always, uh, they've got that great advertisement with the duck in it. I'm always saying, if you need money, you could, you could get your HSA and that's where you don't have to dip into your emergency you fund. Know, I, I use a medical emergency fund set aside for them. I use the same argument for people when they take a Medicare Advantage plan. Because there may be some expenses like co-pays that they have to pay out of their pocket. Well, take the money you were paying for your Medicare supplement and your prescription drug plan and put it in a side account. Call it the Mr. and Mrs. John Doe medical account. It doesn't matter what you call it, but religiously take the money you used to spend that you used to pay the insurance company and pay yourself. Put that money in that account. Then when you have those expenses, you've got money set aside to pay them with. Now, if you exhaust the account, then you got a problem. You, once you take money out of that account, as I have done, you put that money back in so that next time you'll have it again. But just be religious about it. Stick the money in there every month. Now, are you familiar? I, I, this is sort of a silly question. I know you are. Well, none of yours is silly. As you're familiar <laughs> with the, the fact that a lot of folks can stay on their in their uh, parents' plans a little longer now. Oh, a lot longer until they're 26, even if they're married. So I, let's say I'm a 24-year-old and I'm really uh, uh, able to, uh, you know, I don't want to go out and buy my own coverage. Can I um, use my parents' plan a little longer? You can stay on it until you're 26, even if you're married. Now you get married, your wife cannot come on the plan but you can stay on the plan. She, if she's under 26, she can stay on her parents' plan until she's 26. Once you turn 26, then you know, you, you're know you considered an adult, you're responsible, you should be responsible enough to carry your own health insurance. 
And I'm just telling you, I think it's terribly irresponsible not, irresponsible not to do that. I do too. Uh, if you would like to visit with a certified financial planner professional about these issues and, and kind of get the, the straight scoop on what kind of danger you're really taking if you don't have coverage, give us a call at 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. Or you can visit with Bob Bell, registered health underwriter. How would they get in touch with you? 806-355-6200, toll-free 888-909-2355. And where are you located, Bob? I'm located at 615 Southwest 8th Avenue on the edge of downtown. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Bob Bell. And we're kind of talking about those Gen Xers, the millennials, the the Gen Wires, the whatever they, you can just name one of those names for it. It's sort of like the baby boomers are kind of all getting into that great Medicare uh, age. And the ones that are younger, the boomer echo generation and, and a couple of others that are in there are, are really the ones that seem to think that they're never going to get sick. And I, I kind of mentioned something earlier and he does sports and he went mountain climbing and he did. Why should he buy insurance? Why should he have insurance? He's never hurt himself and he rides a bicycle. Yeah. It can I mean, come out of nowhere. Do you know, why, why would I need coverage? I'm going to be so healthy. I'm never going to even need coverage. And well, you add up the doctor's oh, bills. The well, yeah. You add, up, you add up the doctor's bills and the hospital bills for a simple appendectomy. You're looking at in excess of $60,000 in today's world. Completely broke for the rest of your life. Well, for a long time anyway. I mean, you can shirk your responsibilities. You can declare bankruptcy. You can do lots of things. But, you know, a responsible person doesn't do that. Well, a responsible I, person has the help that's available to them. I want to bring up a completely other issue. Okay. And that is, well, Dale, I don't make any money. So I'm really pretty poor. I'm just getting started. My income was so low that I'm on poverty right now. I can't afford it. Can I get Medicaid? Yes, you can, you can get Medicaid, but you can also get uh, an Obamacare policy that... Uh, with with a certain uh, well, if, if it, your your insurance if your income is that low, so low, uh, they will put you into Medicaid all by themselves. But if you make more money than you could qualify for Medicaid with, but not enough money to buy uh, health insurance and pay full premium for it, you can get advanced uh, uh, income tax credits uh, that that reduce your premium. You can get a subsidy that reduces your premium. Uh, I've uh, I talked to a lady just the other day uh, that was I think her income was thirty thousand dollars a month and that dropped her Obamacare premium from the fourteen hundred dollars it was down to about two hundred and eighteen dollars. That's a number she said she could live with. You can. Oh, absolutely. And then you have coverage. Yeah. And have some coverage. You know, we'll talk about that for a second. I I'd rather favor if you, if your funds allow you to do this. Uh, there's a policy out there, one of the companies I represent, that has a $0 deductible for, for Obamacare. No deductible at all. The, uh, you only pay co-pays. Now, granted, your co-pays can max out at $8,500 a year, but those co-pays 
would have to be, I mean, you'd have to have a horrendous expense and a long-term, very, very uh, chronic expense before you run up those kind of bills. Again, all the more reason to take the money that you would have paid on insurance and put it into a side account at the bank and use that money to help protect you from the expenses not covered by your insurance policy. There will always be expenses not covered by your insurance policy. And so, if you can get that lower premium, do it. Want to make a case here that is so logical to anybody that knows math. And that is, I can make a plan for anybody to pay off $8,500. Yeah. That is an, a no-brainer plan that I can help them develop as a certified financial planner professional, help them develop a very simple payoff scheme that could last one year, two years, and they could have that $8,500 paid off. I can't develop a plan to pay off $800,000. Yeah. Or pay off $85,000 is catastrophic. It's like almost... For some folks, it's like buying a house. Uh, for other folks, it's like buying a car. <laughs> I had an experience out at, in, in Wheeler one time. Uh, there was a young man there who told me that he had declared bankruptcy because his credit card expenses had reached $2,000. And I'm thinking, I don't know who the attorney was that helped him with that, but I'm, I'm just of the opinion that attorney was really hungry for business. Because $2,000 is not the kind of money you should declare bankruptcy for. You can work out a payment arrangement and, and do it. But again, I, I was just appalled. It, I nearly bit my tongue in half to keep from telling him that because he was rather proud of the fact that now he didn't have any more debt. Yeah, but now he's got a bankruptcy on his credit record too. So, I, Yeah, I um, counsel folks to build up that credit. I developed a plan for my children to allow them that, to build up their credit during college that has paid dividends and benefits to them their whole lives. Uh, yeah. One more time, your numbers there, Bob, how would they yeah. get in touch? 806-355-6200. Toll free, it's 888-909-2355. And give us a call. Talk to a certified financial planner professional at Dale Buckner, Inc., 806-358-7977. 1-800-299-PLAN.